Christy. And Latresa. And finally, welcome back to the Let's Talk Elvis podcast. Season 3. We made it, barely, but we made it. We did. And we have some great things for you guys. We're so excited to get started again. And the first thing we want to do, with, there's been a whole lot of talk about the Priscilla movie. So we thought that we would uh, do a, what, critique of the movie, I guess you would say? Yeah, I guess. Uh, just talk about our uh, our opinions. So um, it's definitely been controversial. I didn't want to watch the movie. Uh, she made me for this podcast. I did. I made her. If you know me, I, I love Priscilla. Don't come at me. I have my reasons. We'll hopefully do a multi-part episode of Elvis and Priscilla's relationship. Um, I haven't been thrilled with stuff going on, so I've just chosen to kind of ignore it. But I did watch the movie. Um, I'll let you start off with it. Well, you know, it was it was controversial, and, and there were a lot of people who are diehard Elvis fans that were not fans of the movie. And we knew going in that Lisa Marie had requested she had she was against the film being made and so that kind of you know that that gives you that i don't know it puts reason a, why i didn't want to watch it it puts a, a bad taste in your mouth i guess you would say but i heard a lot of different opinions i heard from people who who were elvis fans that did like the movie i heard from elvis fans who did not and so then people started um we we were on our hiatus and people started asking about critiquing the movie so i thought you know we really need to so I watched it, and after I watched it, I made her watch it and said, and we've not talked about it no, because we, we wanted to wait until we, we could waited. get before in front of our audience to discuss the, the movie. So I'm going to start out. It was directed by Sofia Coppola. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know how to say her name, but it was adapted from the book Elvis and Me by Priscilla Bellew Presley with Sandra Harmon. My favorite one of like top two or three Elvis books. Exactly. That's basically what got Clancy hooked it on is. Elvis it's anyway. What made me love him. But the book was published um, in August of 1986. I remember when the book was published. I remember getting the book. I remember reading the book. It was a New York Times bestseller. It was a memoir that it, it says it revealed the intimate story of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley told by the woman who lived it. And, and I loved the book, too. I, I really enjoyed, in 1986, when the book came out, I, I was, you know, I was just very, very into the book. And I believed exactly what the book said. I believed it to be her words, her experience. And so this was the inspiration for this motion picture. And so I, I read a few things that talked about the book and I'm just going to kind of read a little bit of it. It said decades after his death millions of fans continue to worship Elvis the legend but very few knew him as Elvis the man. 
Here in her own words, Priscilla Presley tells the story of their love, revealing the details of their first meeting, their marriage, their affairs, their divorce, and the unbreakable bond that has remained long after his tragic death. Now, this was on the cover of the book El Elvis and Me in 1986. Uh, so... The book was adapted into a four-hour movie. It was on television in 1988, and it was on ABC Network. It was a four-hour movie. It, it was a, a two-parter at the time. Um, and Priscilla was played by Susan Walters. And at the time Susan Walters was on a soap opera, I can't remember the name of the soap opera she was on. It was a little 30-minute soap opera. I love to watch it. But she was obviously one of the most beautiful girls I had ever seen. Like Priscilla. And if you've ever seen this movie, she if you stood the two of them together at that age and dressed them alike, it would be very hard to tell the difference between the two. I've never seen anyone that favored the person they were trying to portray as much as Susan Walters portrayed Priscilla. It was wonderful. Yeah. Dale Midkiff played Elvis. I, I wasn't very I wasn't I, I wasn't very taken no. away by the Elvis character. He never sold it to me. That's one thing that's always thrown me off of that movie is I'm just like he he's just not a good Elvis. And this was this was back in the day. You know, Kurt Russell, he was a good Elvis when he yeah. when he played Elvis in the movie. And there's been a few and I mean of course we won't even talk about Austin Butler because yeah, we're not doing the Elvis own. movie. But of course he was wonderful. But the Priscilla movie is a remake of Elvis and Me. Supposedly. I I, I saw similarities, but I saw something different in this in this new version um, of the movie. And um, Sophia rewrote, she was a writer as well as the director of the film. And uh, it's important that we point out that this is a movie about Priscilla. It is not a movie about Elvis. So that was something that I think you have to realize when you go into it. The first movie I felt was about the two of them. It was a yeah. love story about Elvis, Elvis and me, Elvis and Priscilla. This one was... Rightly named Priscilla because it was. I mean, it's in the name. It was so. basically her story, and and I feel like over the years her story's changed a little bit, and I I think a lot of it has to do with culture. I feel like just to, just personally, I've been married thirty eight years, almost thirty nine years, and there's things that I could tell you. I could tell you stories right now. Of things that happened in our marriage and I wouldn't have as vivid a memory at 38 39 years as I would have had 20 years ago so Agreed. that makes me with this twist it just makes me feel like and, and I mean I know she's she's you know chronicled all of these things and and everything but but it just felt like the story was it wasn't as pure this time I guess it was a, the the first one was like a true love story, and I felt like this one was more of Priscilla becoming a woman. I definitely didn't feel that it was a love story. That never really came to mind. Like, oh, I'm watching a love story. I did feel that it went along pretty perfectly with her book for the most part. I think I went in with. 
expecting something so horrible. Like one of my friends that went and saw it in theater said, she knows I love Elvis, and she was like, there's a bunch of Elvis fans came in wearing their Elvis t-shirts, and then halfway through they got up and left and didn't come back. So I had this in my head like, oh my gosh, what is this movie? Like, I was sad, you know, sad, disappointed, like, and so when I watched it, I was like, this is, it goes along with her book pretty well. But I did feel like it wasn't very sensitive to Elvis, I guess. I mean, that was my, that was was my take. It was very much Priscilla, like the title said. And, and I don't think they took the care to really try for audiences to see his side. And the reason people were getting so upset was because she was 14. And, you know, it, it showed some abusive moments and things. But what the movie couldn't do that the book did was explain deeper what the moment was like. Not excusing any of that behavior. But it a movie can't take you into the moment like the book can so if you didn't know Elvis you're gonna I mean some people might not have it might not have bothered anyone but especially in today cancel culture and everything I mean it it was risky to put out a movie like this knowing their story and not trying if you really didn't want Elvis to come out in a bad light they I do feel like they could have done a better job well my thing is you the movie Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's movie Elvis, introduced Elvis to a new generation of fans. And and I'll take our, our niece, my little niece KK. So, Caroline, shout out. Hopefully you're listening. Love you're a big you, fan. We love you. But but it, she she saw the Elvis movie and she she I mean she's like us we have yeah. we have a follower she loves Elvis yeah. and goes to Mississippi uh, Ole Miss. Miss and we've got to meet her down there and go to Graceland for the weekend one weekend but that movie sold her on Elvis yeah. and I feel like this is a good time where people have people that maybe haven't paid any attention I mean my son-in-law. Yes. He watched the movie a couple of times, and he went into it. You know, he's, he's always never been an Elvis fan. He's always made fun of us. He's, he's argued yes. with us about Elvis, and and he wanted to the see movie. the movie. He went to see the movie. We took like the whole family, and then he wanted to go back where he could like really like watch it without kids and things. You know, it's like he 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 wanted to he absorb it. it more. He loved the movie. So uh, my thing is, you have a movie like that 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 really causes a stir. Or creates a new fan base. And then you have a movie like this that comes out. Now, I can watch the movie. And I've read the book. I've seen the other movie. I have read numerous accounts. Seen numerous, you know, all these documentaries. Everything. And, I mean, I could write a book myself. But I know the other side of the story and i feel like this i mean there were people that saw the movie that came out and and the deal about she was 14 and he was 24 they were dating they didn't marry at that time no but if you're from the south i just have to say this i mean there were several people in my graduating class in 2014 that were already engaged to be married at 17 or 18 and especially in the 50s. If you go back to the 50s and 60s, I mean, my mother married when she was 16. 
Um, it was not uncommon. It wasn't. And Priscilla has said over and over he treated her with respect. She's never once accused him of taking advantage of her at, at that age. Exactly. And, and, and like I say, you have to think of it being in the South. And, and I, I try really hard. I have my opinions, and sometimes I know my opinions jump out when I'm talking. I know that just, just the way I talk, you can kind of know which side I'm on. But I try to be unbiased and try to look at both sides of things. And you have to think. I know with, with my I, I raised two daughters, and I have a, a granddaughter. And I know that if either one of my daughters at 14 had come to me and wanted to move to Germany for a guy. You mean Tennessee from Germany? Well, I mean, like, oh, yeah. I'm just kind of saying it like I'm yeah. not in Germany. But if, if you guys, if one of you had wanted to move to another country to be with someone, I mean, I wouldn't care if they were 12 or if they was 22 or 42. The answer would have been no. Yeah. I mean, the parents were in charge, and she I'm not. I'm not placing blame on the parents. I know the parents. You know, they didn't know what to do with her, yeah. and she was she was love sick, and they didn't know what to do with her, and they were at their wits' end. I've been that way with. You know, we. I, I, I had a, a difficult um, child, and and I had you, where you're just at wits' end, and you don't know what to do. But when you go to place some blame for. I don't think you can place blame on Priscilla or on Elvis. I mean, Elvis is 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 a guy that is used to having what he wants, and he wants yeah. Priscilla, and he asked for her. Yeah. I mean, the answer could have been and no, just as well as it was yes. Reality too, because he had everything handed to him. His relationship with his mom. I mean, he he was a little strange. He he really was. And uh, so, but I'm, I, I hate it when people go to twisting it. And oh, I, I mean, too. you have everybody, everybody has their own relationship. My husband's six years older than me. I was in the sixth grade when he graduated from high school, but I had no clue who he was. Didn't meet him until I was in college, but now it doesn't make any difference. But if he'd been in the 12th grade and I was in the sixth grade, that would have been kind of weird. weird. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I mean, you know, I, I feel like people make a big deal out of that when at that time in the South, it was not a very unusual thing. And they, they didn't get married when she was 14. She was 21 when they got married. Um, of age, yes. She didn't move in with him when she was 14. I know it wasn't much better. She was 16. But, I mean... Please don't come at us. We're giving our opinion, our take. <laughs> Everyone is entitled to their own. We're not condoning any no, um, we are not conduct or no. abuse. I just, I, I just hate it when. Uh, I mean, like I say, I don't feel like it was Priscilla's fault. I don't feel like it was Elvis's fault. I feel like at the time, the two of them were very much in love, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, like I say, parents had. The parents were the ones, and, and, and not really blaming them. Like I say, they, they didn't know what else to do. But it's so easy for people, when you've never been in a situation like that, it is very easy for you to make judgment. And yeah. and that's all I'm going to say about that. But moving along, um, that Priscilla was, was happy with the film. She was pleased with the film, and, and she thought it was spot on in, in interviews that, that I've seen about it. But um, it's interesting that there was no Elvis music in the Priscilla movie because Joel Winshanker, the majority owner of, I, I probably can't say his name, but Elvis Presley Enterprises, 
he would not allow Elvis music in the film because he didn't think that the movie de- depicted Elvis in a flattering light. And, and he didn't think that it was a smart move. Yeah, and he didn't think it was a movie that Elvis would be proud of. And I, I don't I don't think Elvis would have been proud of the movie. I don't. I'm I don't. I don't think he it would be something he would be proud of. And and the fact that Lisa Marie was so against it, that was that was my thing. That was that what, was why I didn't want to watch it in the first place. Because out of anyone, I respect yes. her opinion. And and my thing is it is so easy. Judgment is so harsh. Judgment of anyone is so harsh. We can look at our past and we've all got things that we've done in our lives that we're not proud of. And the fact that Lisa, I mean, she, this is emails that I have. She, she uh, emails Sophia and she says, My father only comes out across as a predator and manipulative. As his daughter, I don't read this and see any of my father in this character. And I don't read this and see my mother's perspective of my father. I read this and I see your shockingly vengeful and contemptuous perspective. And I don't understand why. And then in another one, she says, I'm worried that my mother isn't seeing the nuance here or realizing the way in which Elvis will be perceived when this movie comes out. I feel protective over my mother, who has spent her whole life elevating my father's legacy. I'm worried she doesn't understand the intentions behind this film or the outcome it will have. And, and you know, she was protective of both of her parents here. Yeah. And... Uh, and this is this is uh, four months before she died, and she openly said, "I will have to openly say how I feel about the film and go against you, my mother, and this film publicly." So she was she was so opposed to it, and and that was the thing with me that that made me it, it made me you know uh, sad. It just made me sad. Yeah. And if anything, I wish Lisa would have been involved in the process with her mom because it is her parents. Exactly. And I, uh, Sophia Coppola's response was, I hope that when you f- see the final film, you will feel differently and understand I'm taking great care, honoring your mother, while also presenting your father with sensitivity and complexity. And if she really felt that way, she to me, she would have taken Lisa's emails to heart and tried to work with Lisa. And exactly. It sounds to me like she didn't care was going to do what she wanted. And exactly. Exactly. And there's a quote on the inside cover of the book, Elvis and Me. And it's a quote that's by Elvis. And it says, Don't criticize what you don't understand, son. You've never walked in the man's shoes. And I kept thinking of that. I think that's perfect for their whole story. I think it is too. And I kept thinking of that. I kept coming back to that. And and I really, I do not know, but I feel like Priscilla, since the death of her daughter, I feel like Priscilla is not as involved in, in uh, Elvis Presley Enterprises. She's not taken an active role um, as much as she did at one point. And... And I know Elvis, regardless of uh, if you're a Priscilla fan or a Linda fan or uh, whoever, I'm, I'm an Elvis fan. I'm just an Elvis fan. 
But Elvis and Priscilla had a love story. And he had love stories with, with other women, too. But he ma he was married to her, and they had a child. Lisa Marie was, she was their, the everything to both of them. Yeah. I mean, Elvis, that if he ever did anything that he was pleased with in his life, it was being a dad to Lisa Marie. But I, d I just feel like it, it showed... Um, it showed his flaws. I think that it showed... Which is fine. He he was human. Like, of course he had flaws. Um, yeah. We didn't expect him to be put on this pedestal and showcased as this perfect Well, anybody who knows... Man. Yeah, anybody who knows Elvis' story knows that there are so many skeletons in the closet. But, you know, if, if somebody followed me around... Oh, yeah. I, I've got skeletons in my closet, too. Yeah. I, we all do. But but he is where out there for everybody was out there for everybody to see and I, and I feel like that's kind of an injustice and coming from I mean I feel like it was one sided and and I know that it was her story but one thing that really disappointed me in the Priscilla movie was that Priscilla does not in the movie I did not feel that. It acknowledges her were shown as much. well, but her affairs. Yeah. I mean, she left Elvis for a married man. Mike Stone was a married man with a family. Yeah, it didn't show any of that. It just more or less portrayed it as, oh, she grew into her own person and started um, doing her own thing, When he, which she did. I mean, in her book, she started taking karate and dance lessons and everything, but yes. she had affairs. Yeah, and, and, it, and it spoke about them. And I'm not... Uh, my only thing is that we all know how Elvis had affairs, and he had them for years. And I'm not—I mean, I think affairs, as far as as uh, as a marriage, I think it's wrong yeah. I, from my Christian point of view. That it's it's not—it doesn't matter who you are. If you're married, then you need to be have—you know—fidelity needs to be in your marriage. But the fact that he had had all these affairs and and it was known, it did not acknowledge that she. Also had affairs, and and I didn't feel like that. That would be a big part of your story. Exactly, your divorce. Exactly, she shows it's like they've got like they're sitting and eating, and it's like they're having a cookout, and he's sitting there smiling, and it goes on, and it didn't say one thing about the affair. No. If you knew, you could be like, that's probably supposed to be Mike Stone, but if you didn't. You would have no clue who that was supposed to be. Exactly. And and like I say, I'm not trying to shift blame or anything because we know Elvis was, was unfaithful to her. But I do feel like in his defense that could have been because that basically is what led to the end of their marriage. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to note that. But uh, as unhealthy and as unethical as it was for both of them, I feel like he would have stayed with her. And, and raised Lisa Marie, and I feel like he would have, I don't know, he was, I, I, this is just my speculation, but I think in one book that, I think I read in one book where he basically says, you know, why couldn't she just keep it to herself or whatever, and, and basically they would stay married, and if they had their little, which is, I mean, it's totally, talk about an unhealthy marriage, yeah. but I feel like that was what he would have done if she had not wanted out yeah. and i don't think you know like i say it did not show that part of the movie and i really felt like that was that was the biggest thing to me that i saw but uh it i think that the 
the uh, actors that they had. I love Jacob Elordi. I love him in everything he's ever been in. He made a good Elvis. He was very handsome. He was not Austin Butler, but he was a minor role. He was not the yeah the focus of he the was movie. More than the TV. He Elvis. he was, and and I didn't. I could never see him in that role until. I saw him in that role, and and I I didn't have a problem with it. The girl that played what what was her name? Um, can't think of her name, but she she was beautiful. She played a very very good Priscilla. One thing I heard people say is that they wished because of the age difference, people wished that they had cast someone older as Elvis so that it would kind of show the age difference. But I have never. I would have just made it worse. Well, yeah, it would have really. Oh, that was a blessing, I guess. But but I never really thought when you looked at Elvis and Priscilla, I always thought they were a beautiful couple together. I they did were. not think never, that that no. he looked so much older than her. No, he. I mean, he was he no. was he made a beautiful couple with maybe anybody he when, was with. Maybe when she was you know fourteen and sixteen, like in her book, those pictures. Right. But even then, one of the things he liked about her. I mean, when he met her, he thought he, she was. Very mature. Four years older than yes. she was. She thought she was a senior and she was a freshman. She always looked much older. I never once thought she looks like a kid next to him. Exactly. Never. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. But I, I'm glad I saw it because it wasn't, I'm like you, it wasn't as shocking as I thought it would be. It was, it was entertaining. I guess with the knowledge that I have, I filled in a lot of the blanks. But my concern was that if you if you were a new Elvis fan and you were going to find out more about Elvis, then you would probably come out with a, I don't know, you wouldn't be as fond of him coming out as you were going in. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, it's not something I'm going to add to my movie rotation, but I am glad I saw it just to know. Exactly. To form my own opinion about it. The the um, the and it Elvis wasn't as bad as I was afraid. It no, was be. the Elvis movie was good. It's something that on occasion I can sit down and watch because it was so entertaining, and I mean it had all the Elvis movie or music and everything in it. One thing that um, that was very that was kind of strange was that the Colonel was not in this movie at all. He was referenced or he was like on the sideline, but it there was not a Colonel Tom Parker okay. in this movie. <laughs> He wasn't a super big presence in her book either, and I think that would just added a whole other layer that they it probably didn't would have go into exactly to, try to introduce him and give him exactly. But that was you wasn't know really a point. no, but but it that just, I just found that with you know because he's always he's in every movie everything I mean, you're you can't talking have about Elvis with Elvis. without the Colonel really that's exactly right. But it wasn't Elvis; was it was it? Priscilla. Yeah. So and it, one thing too in the book. It opens up with her finding out that Elvis has passed away. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, she's driving off from Graceland. She's left. She's becoming her own woman, and she's driving down the driveway. So, you know, there was there were differences there, too, where she yeah. was, like, driving off to become the woman that she wanted to become or whatever. Once again, I think if they had done his death... That would have been a big part, and then they would have had to, I just think that would have been, it would have taken away from other things she wanted to talk about, because everybody knows he passes away. True. Uh, One thing, too, I wanted to talk about was that in the book, 
and in the other movie, it shows, I mean, it, it is more of a love story, but it shows that, you know, it, it didn't even talk about the ranch. No, that was a big... A circle, the Circle G Ranch. That was one, after they got married, that was, that was the place where they really honeymooned and enjoyed each other. Mm-hmm. That and was a very happy time. It was a very happy time in their relationship, and it did not show that. And I, I thought that was sad. It's yeah. like it didn't show it any of sad. the good, fun things. It that felt very rushed. It did. It, it did. It was very rushed. Yeah, it did. And, and that was one thing was that rushed. that was sad to me was that it left all of that out. It, it did. It just kind of rushed through. But but that was such a happy time in their lives. Every Everything that you see, that it, that was a happy time for them. And I hated that they left that out. Yeah. Well, we want to know if you guys have watched the movie and what you thought about it. So um, DM us on Instagram. <coughs> At Let's Talk Elvis podcast, um, make sure to leave reviews. We a lot of you guys have left reviews, wanting us to come back, and we're back. And um, finally, thank you for waiting for us and sticking with us. Our numbers continue to grow even in our absence, and it's we're very crazy. excited. Yes, we're, we're very excited. excited. This season, we're trying to do it right and do it better. We've got these fancy podcast microphones. This episode we've never used before. I'm a graphic designer, so I'm trying to get stuff for an Etsy shop, for stickers. Um, if there's anything like merch or anything you guys would like us to make, uh, DM us and let us know that as well. Yes, and I actually have started, I have completed my first book called Let's Talk Elvis, and it's basically how we got started. Somebody had mentioned that a while back, and it also, it's got a lot of, it's not just about us, it has a lot of Elvis facts in it, but I'm in the process of getting it published uh, with Amazon, and it'll be available on Amazon and in our Etsy shop too, so we're, we're trying to come up with some good things and we're very excited about this to, season um attend maybe some elvis festivals or some events so we're trying to really move forward yeah, this this time this season to do it right we're hoping to record a whole bunch of episodes at one time so we won't have gaps and we can really spend the time that elvis deserves and you guys deserve and we took all your suggestions. A lot of the episodes this season are a lot Requests. of requests that yes. we've gotten. So stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys so much. Like I said, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, I'm going to try to be more active on there. I'm going to try to teach her how to be more active on there. Yes. Um, but that's where, and, and we read all of your reviews. If you leave it on Spotify or answer one of our questions, if you leave it on iTunes or pod, Apple Podcasts, we read every single one of them, and they really do make our day. They really do. So We appreciate you guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye. Hi, I'm Latresa. And I'm Clancy. And we are a mother-daughter duo that shares a love and admiration for all things Elvis. On this podcast, you can expect a deep dive into the life of Elvis Presley. We will discuss books written by Elvis's friends, family members, and others who knew him best. We will critique and enjoy Elvis movies, concerts, and music with those who grew up listening to his music, watching his movies, enjoying his concerts, and hopefully inspiring a new generation of Elvis fans along the way. 
With all the misconceptions surrounding Elvis, we want to remember his life and his legacy. The man, the friend, the entertainer, and the philanthropist. This podcast is dedicated to those of us who celebrate the life of one of the greatest entertainers of all times. Let's Talk Elvis.